0: Scott joining you at Oilers now, the uh, Flyers have a very limited OPT today, optional practice out on the ice here at Rogers Place. Edmonton had a full, complete practice. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Tonight's game, the Edmonton Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers will be broadcast nationally in the States as well on TNT. There is a massive media contingent that is here. This, on the heels of uh, yesterday's, um, well, it was a a massive uh, seismic uh, day in the hockey world, specifically for the Chicago Blackhawks organization involving a former video coach, Bradley Aldrich, and um, we'll have lots of comments coming up over the course of the next two hours about that all along uh, also... Providing some context with the Edmonton Oilers in action tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers. So we'll get to our regular uh, show parts. Uh, we'll have our top story. Uh, John Shannon's going to join us at 12.15 today. 12.35. Uh, Brian Lawton will be on Oilers now today at... Uh, 105 today. David Staples, political affairs columnist, cult a hockey writer for the Edmonton Journal, will join us. And at 135 today, Philadelphia Flyers general manager Chuck Fletcher, who uh, we've had on numerous times. Uh, here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Live entertainment is back at the with the Hotel California. The Eagles Tribute Band taking the stage Friday, October 29th. Uh, details at RiverCreeResort.com. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780 780- zero four nine six zero zero six three get the new floors you've always wanted with ashley fine floors 143rd street 111th avenue or on the ashley fine floors uh website at ashley fine com for more information we're on twitter at orders now you can tweet me personally bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet brendan escott brendan with two e's escott with two t's he's back in studio uh if you're a sports fan or uh just a general observer of the news uh the, the cycle is out there involving what occurred with the Chicago Blackhawks and uh, a sexual assault involving a video coach and uh Brad Aldrich during the course of the 2010 playoffs with a player named John Doe. The full report is out there. If you read through it extensively and connect the dots, do a little bit of forensic audit, you can probably figure things out. Uh, it's a it's a bad story. There's no other way to say it. And the Hawks mismanaged it. And the end result is people are losing their jobs. Uh, Stan Bowman resigned yesterday, not just as general manager from the Chicago Blackhawks, but also of Team USA. Al Mekayzik, a longtime Hawks uh, uh, employee in a vice president role. he resigned. John McDonough resigned about a year ago, the president of the team. A lot of people uh, have a lot of opinions. Uh, Joel Quenville, the head coach down in Florida, will be having a conversation with NHL uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman, so too will Kevin Dayoff, who's the current, uh, Chevy's the current GM of the Winnipeg Jets. He was the assistant GM of the Blackhawks at that time. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. So the situation is what it is. Now we have not heard from uh, chicago blackhawk leaders jonathan tase nor patrick kane uh they are currently in covid protocol but the Edmonton owners duncan keith one of the uh, players on that championship team in 2009 2010 and a leader uh did speak today as we go into our orders now audio vault for direct work where specialized to work with your business outfit your crew from head to toe in edmonton and fort mcmurray duncan keith had this response to the investigations findings that were released yesterday
1: yeah well, I think first of all your your thoughts go to the the person that uh, you know was affected by this, and obviously it took a lot for him to to speak out and and make this you know bring this forward so that took a lot of courage and um you know the thoughts immediately go to him on what he had to endure at such a young age in his career you know feel terrible about that you know it's it's still it's it's not easy to. To, to see the, the, you know, you know, what what's happened, you know, I guess uh, yesterday, uh, regardless of everything. I mean, you know, my memories uh, of being there in Chicago, especially at that time, for me, it was, it was, uh, you know, the, the players in that room, it was a special group, it was a championship team. So um, in that sense, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's too bad that uh, that, that happened, but you know the the bigger the the, most, the important issue is is obviously for the for the person that, that was affect that it was affected by.
0: Uh, Duncan Keith went on to say, uh, or, or share his thoughts on sort of educating us on when he was made aware of the situation that occurred uh, in in roughly uh, May of two thousand ten.
1: After the season and the next year. I, I I guess the the talk was we co- I questioned why why he wasn't around anymore why why uh, Brad Aldridge wasn't wasn't there anymore and then I was told that it was because the NHL the, the schedule was, was too much so he went he went to college I found it odd that he was on a championship team but you know it is a, it is a you know a tough schedule with lots of travel and tiring so. I thought each to their own.
0: Uh, Keith was asked if he would change uh, anything if he could have.
1: To me, for me, I, I wouldn't have handled anything differently. I, there's, there was nothing to handle that I, I, I even knew about. I mean, especially going through the playoffs when that happened. You know, it was, you know, I didn't know, it, you know, what was going on. So, I mean, if it, if it happened now and it was. Something that I was made aware of, for sure. You know, you have to say something. You have to. There has to be something done. It's obviously unacceptable, and it's, you know, it's brutal what uh, what that guy had to endure and, and deal with, uh, and probably still and still deals with today.
0: Duncan Keith was also asked about uh, the the Stanley Cup run and what the focus was like that for the players during that time.
1: Well, you're just so focused on on what you have to do and you know, whether it was Western Conference finals, going to the finals, at that point in the season, you know, you're pretty dialed in as a player. You've been playing close to 100 games by then. And, you know, your your focus is exactly what you have to do on the ice and, and as a group and, and what you guys are trying to accomplish on the ice. So there's not a lot of, you know, things that... Uh, that come in come in the way and, and you know get in get in the way of, of, of your focus. So, um, you know certainly if that was if if I was aware of that or if, if multiple players were aware of, of of what was going on, then that might be a different story. You know it it would be a different story. So, um, I still think that if something like that happens, though. Yeah, you you know you, you can you, you you'd, be, you'd be able to talk to somebody and and bring that up and and uh, and make it known that you know something needs to happen here even though if even if you're in the, the conference finals or the finals, like you still you, you can still play your game and and get that out in the open and make sure that it's taken care of.
0: And uh, one final thought here from Duncan Keith on whether or not the 2010 Stanley Cup championship for the Chicago Blackhawks is now tainted.
1: Yeah, that's a tough question because it's obviously serious, serious allegations and, you know, serious uh, um, what happened. so, but at the same time, you know, I, I just know how, you know, there's a special group of players in that room that, that, uh, battled and competed and and uh and deserved that championship so you know in that sense for me it's 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 you know i guess it's it's tough to to see that but you know i guess people have to form their own opinions and thoughts on it but you know to me it's it's a championship team and it was a special group of, of players to to be a part of well, there's no question. It's an, an awful story now in the backdrop of that
0: championship for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, we're going to run one more clip here from Duncan Keith. And he was asked whether or not there can be any positives uh, that, that come from such
1: a horrific story. For sure. I mean, I, I just think that in general, just, you know, speaking about it now and talking about it, and the more it's talked about, it's out in the open. I, I think that that's a step for for. For people to, to feel comfortable, not just hockey players, but people in general, who've uh, had to deal with uh, sexual assault, yeah, I I definitely think I feel like it's 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 a different um, a different different era or different generation. Uh, it feels. It feels more like more open and more, uh, you know, guys are, you know, having said that, I don't know, you know, like, you know, you'd hope that that would be the case, that somebody would feel comfortable, but, you know, I don't, I don't really know.
0: All right, that's Duncan Keith. And again, uh, did uh, a fair amount of time. I'll be completely frank with you. These are the first time I'm hearing these comments as while well. We were in with our broadcasters' coaches meeting today as the Oilers get ready to take on the Philadelphia Flyers. John Shannon has as good of elite contacts as anybody. He's the NHL insider. Uh, and maybe the Blackhawks, well, there's no question they've mishandled the situation. Uh, I, I'm, I would be very intrigued to see at what point they actually made the league aware of what had happened. Uh, John Shannon is coming up for Legacy Heating and Cooling when we return from a break. It's twelve eighteen in Edmonton and you're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad.
0: Again, we'll get to more of the specifics on the actual game coming up in the second hour of the show. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Uh, John Shannon is going to join us. He is brought to you on Mondays and Wednesdays by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. John, this is a, this is a bad story. There's no other way to say it. Uh, There's a lot of anger out there in the uh, uh, public about what's occurred here. And... Um, I'd just like to get now that I know you had a chance to read through the 70-page document. Uh, I went through it quite extensively as well. Uh, I'd like to get your assessment at uh, at 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 what's ha- what's happened here, uh, where the failure occurred with the Chicago Blackhawks organization, and what can be done to ensure that it, it something like this
2: doesn't happen again. Well, uh, you know, it's a it's it's a difficult topic to approach because i i even though the investigation was thorough uh, i still think that there's things that we don't know uh, and i'm not sure we're ever going to know bob um, you know it was 11 years ago memories uh, and memories of occurrences change over time Uh, but certainly uh, everything points to um, the Blackhawks being responsible yet pointing the finger at their former president and CEO John McDonough Mm -hmm. um, for his lack of attention to the issue uh, and his authority over the rest of the senior management of the Blackhawks which is why uh, the Blackhawks were able to say yesterday that none of the people that were involved in this incident are any longer with the team uh, it's despicable. It should have never happened. Uh, this is not a sports story. This is a sexual predator story, uh, and it, it needs to be rectified. I mean, the, the, the one thing in, in talking to people uh, after uh, the press conference yesterday uh, at, on multiple clubs is that I, there, there's, this is big business now, and and human resources issues, Uh, on every level of companies now that are there are 32 teams it's none of these teams are mom-and-pop shows anymore there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of employees you have to treat it like major corporations treat HR issues Uh, and I suspect that that's uh, a learning curve that if the teams haven't started to go through some have uh, that the rest of them will be going through soon. I think that's the one learned lesson out of this. It can't happen again. Uh, and the moment uh, so, an allegation like this has, to, occurs, uh, you know, the, the the person that is alleged to have done it has to be suspended. I, I agree. And a full investigation
0: has to has to happen. 100%. So uh, let me ask you this, you've got your league, did, did the Blackhawks make the league aware that this had occurred? In, in May
2: of 2010 do you know that well there's no way that the uh, the NHL knew in two, May of 2010
0: because yeah, to me there's no
2: way that, and, there's and, no way and that's one of the, to me that that would be one of the biggest
0: mistakes is, is clearly the league could have assisted in that process in adjudicating an, an immediate reaction that would have suspended um, you know Bradley Alridge at that time, like that, 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 you know they they simply did not take care of business. The other thing is we're in 2021 and we've had, you know, lots of things occur here over the last four or five years, uh, specific to the Me Too movement and that sort of thing, where there's a course of action that's much more obvious and deliberate today than maybe people would think of back, like.
2: You, you know, you know what I'm boy, saying, boy. Oh boy, Bob, I, I don't agree. I don't agree with you. you think, I don't agree with yeah, you. Like, these, things pla- these things were in place. These things were in place in 2010. I, yeah. They were in place. They just had. I mean, so I, they just. I, I, they mean, just I, just I handled- can tell you right now. Well, I, what I'm saying is now
0: you have an opportunity. Like now, the league, everybody that's involved in the league has an opportunity to unfortunately learn from this experience. And there has been lots of these scenarios over the course of the last four or five years where things come out publicly involved in the past. And it's, but you're right. I mean, we did have the situation with Graham James and Swift Card and Sheldon Kennedy. I mean, I do an Oof. event every year out out in Red Deer and talk to talk to Sheldon about stuff like this, and, and it's heartbreaking. So, it. <sighs> You know, I, I guess that's, you know, what I'm saying here is Chicago obviously blew. The first thing that should have happened, they, they blew the way they handled this scenario. And to me, the first thing that should have happened is they should have contacted Gary Bettman and the National Hockey League immediately. They should have suspended the employee and they should
2: have dealt with the, like, let the league know right away. Well, do, you, do you agree with that? I'm going to be even a little, I'm going to even be more harsh than that. I think they should have called the Chicago police. Right this is not a sports issue this is not a sports issue this is a human a a, a, a sexual abuse issue like i got mad reading well so did i and i have been mad for i i'm and i'm i'm disappointed in the sport that i have believed in in so long what and and people i know people i know bob that were involved in this that would la- allow this to happen. That's I think that's and, and and again, you know, we all try to be overly protective of the sport. You know, the old boys club. Uh, but this is not the time to be protective of the old boys club. This is a time to say, okay, listen, we've got some rats in the house. We better exterminate. I would, I'm going to read uh, you. A, better fix it.
0: I'm going to read you a text from IMAC who's Texas on the Ashley. Can
2: I, actually before you do, before 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 you text? Let me just say something. The last three companies I have worked for, uh, for a long period of time, I had to take sensitivity training before I got the job. I had to go through it, you know, whether it was at Rogers, whether it was at the NHL, uh, and prior to that, I had to go through sensitivity training just to get a, a, a concept of whether I could get the job or not. I'd, and so that's over the last thirty years, Bob. What the hell is going on when this can happen? When you can actually usurp the system and suggest that winning the Stanley Cup yeah. is more important than sexual right, abuse? So, and, so, and that's what disappoints me more than anything. Yeah,
0: we got. A, we've only got about uh, ninety seconds left, John. Here, I'm. I'm, I'm going to have to bypass the text because it's. It's well. I mean, Duncan Keith... uh Don't
2: read it. Go ahead, read it. Read, it, read Ima- it.
0: IMAX says, I hope this doesn't sound insensitive as I'm only addressing the Keith interview... But why the media is asking something as disrespectful as would, what would you have done uh, something different or does it taint the cup? What a ridiculous question. How does an individual's actions unrelated to the play have any bearing? Questions like that are the reason that athletes and actors want nothing to do with the media. Um, I guess everybody's looking for their own angle on a story here. Again, and again, you're, you've, you've said it. This goes beyond the scope of a sports story. In the handling. This is
2: not sports. This is not sports. Right. This is it's a symptom of something that happened in sports, but this is not sports. We, you know, we have to address this. I felt bad for Duncan Keith today, and if he didn't know about it, then I respect that. Yeah. But I, you know, I also find it hard to believe that there are athletes and people within that organization that didn't know. And in this world that we live in right now, Bob, yeah. uh, of people that are supposed to be watching over us and trust and we trust them, something has to happen. You so, know, the watchdogs of the world have to say something.
0: All right, so tell me this, uh thir- and we'll get to Eileen in, in, in 20 seconds here. Chicago's it's a, this story's not done yet. It, are, what are the no. ramifications? What do you think the ramifications are for Florida and Winnipeg in 30 seconds or less?
2: Well, I I think that uh, Gary's got to have to look at the transcripts of the interviews that both Joel and Kevin did. Uh, he will meet with Joel tomorrow, so we might have a better idea by Friday. I expect that Kevin will probably meet with the commissioner sometime next week, and we'll have a better idea. All but right. you know, if they if they tell if they if they're telling the truth and they didn't know, at what point do you say I, we believe you, and and uh, where does that come into play? That All becomes the issue.
0: John, we'll get back to talking uh, Oilers hockey on Monday. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, uh, Brian Lawton coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell late into the break at twelve thirty. Oilers now with Bob Stauffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.